A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey guys, before this show starts, just want to let you know that over on Red Men Plus, our subscription service, we've got tons and tons of Liverpool content in podcast form as well. You love podcasts, we love making podcasts. Go and check it all out. That's redmenplus.com. Sign up for as little as £5 a month. You will not regret it. Now, enjoy the show. Do we need to do business in January and will we do so? That will be is perhaps the caveat on all of this, isn't it? Um, yeah, John, I'll let you go first on that. What do you think? God, yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, for me, though, I mean, I think most people are clamouring for us to buy a Bellingham or someone who's, a, you know, a, an attacking midfield player. For me, the the big um, chasm in our midfield is, is holding midfield. Mm, yeah. I mean, we've got one specialist holding midfield player who looks like he's on his knees. You know, he's been playing consistently. In fact, for a time, he had to play centre-back. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we've never had cover for him. We desperately need cover now, and we need, really, um, someone who is, is a starter in that position. That's you know? a really, really interesting point, and it's something that's actually dawned on me over the last few days. Like Anyone that knows me will know I'm a huge Fabinho fan. I have been since the day he walked through the door, pretty much. And I felt in the summer that we needed someone who could act as an understudy and could sort of swap and change, give him rest here and there. And I felt like that was all we needed. But now, given his form, we probably need a replacement, don't we, Ian? Yeah. If we just concentrate on Fabinho for a minute, we actually probably need a replacement for him. And that's sad to say. I did a debate show t- about 12 months ago. and my, my question was, is Fabinho Liverpool's most important player? And if you see how we're playing this season and how his form is, mm. it probably is. Because <laughs> we've sort of fell apart with Fabinho's form. Yeah, yeah, I think, sorry, just to say, I think the reason he's the most important player isn't necessarily always down to his ability. It's down to our lack of cover mm. in that yeah. area. Yeah, you're playing Henderson to replace him. You know, which is not good for anyone really, including Henderson himself. You know, yeah, exactly. Uh, and who else have you got? You know, you go to the kids then. Mm. You know, yeah, 100%. and they're not they're not ready. No. So do you think then? Come back to you, Ian. Do you think it's midfield? Like we always spoke about so far when we've asked this question, yeah, is yeah. the midfield? Do you think it, it solely is? Like, listen, we've got injuries in in the forward areas with Diaz and Jota. We hope they'll be back by January sort of time. So. Might not be much of an issue, but is it is it midfield, Ian? Is that we, it? We, we, we need a midfielder, I think, around about 25, 26, someone. That, like, like I said at the start of the season, our issue with midfielders, other than the injuries that they have, is the fact that we've got extremities in age mm. that are either very, very young or they're like 31 yeah. upwards. We need someone in the middle who's mm. just street, old enough to be streetwise but young enough to have the legs, if you know mm. what I mean. And yeah. I, think, I, think, I think that's what we need. Uh, funnily enough, the, the youngest of our old midfield players is Fabinho. He's, he's mm. only 28, isn't he? Yeah. Just turned 29 this week. So yeah, it yeah. just shows that, you know, we shouldn't be putting him out to grass, but it just shows the toll we've taken on the guy, you know. 
Um, but yeah, we I, I think we do need we need younger and we need fresher, you know, players and mm. um, and, and more people with legs, you know, people who run, yeah, you know, pace. We, we lack pace in the middle of the park. It, it's interesting you mentioned the aging because it's almost as if they tried to rectify that with the sign of Artemelo because yeah. age-wise, profile-wise, he was the perfect fit. The one thing he didn't have was any match fitness, any fitness, and he's he was injury-prone. So yeah. that was sort of, it was a miss, you have to say, on their behalf right now because we've seen him kick a ball for 20 minutes in a, in a thumping at Napoli. But they were clearly knew something had to happen and they tried to rectify it, which, like I say, hasn't worked. The problem in January is, and it always will be, is getting the right players in January, in mid-season. It's so hard to do. Like, we've already mentioned the word Bellingham. Doesn't happen in January. Not a, not a world. So what do Liverpool do then in that case, if we can't get the right one? For me, I'd be looking at a Tillemans or someone like that just to get them in now. I think we need, we need a body in there and someone who's got the ability. Although they're not a Bellingham and they're not... The, the next big thing mm. we just need someone who can come and do a job and preferably someone who's done it in the Premiership because we need someone I think who's Premiership ready um, just moving away from the science I think I'm surprised we've never tried Matip at, cent- at DM I'm surprised that we've never seen that when he was fit mm. OK I, I get the, the ball carrying ability and his passing ability is there for to see but I suppose the problem with that is we're so short on centre backs half the yeah, time yeah, as well yeah. that we, we can't really afford to move him up the field any further He's never fit is he you as know? well sure. but yeah. I mean and that's another factor for a midfield player I think we need a midfield player who has a track record of being fit mm-hmm. you know the, the players you're bringing in players who have a track record of being injured, mm. you know, and what we really need is someone like a Wijnaldum who you know is going to be on the pitch week in, week out. At one time, yeah. that was what we signed him for. That was the first thing we checked was their availability. Mm. It just it seems to be something that we don't keep, seems to be keeping an eye on anymore. Well, again, that might be finance, you know, you get them cheaper if they're, mm. you know, not quite as... Uh, <laughs> The mellow deal was a bit of a panic deal, wasn't it? It was what we seen with. Well, it was only a loan, wasn't it? Was a loan, it? yeah. You see, it's just yeah. a stopgap. One hundred percent, and it was what we seen with the Ozan Kabak and the Ben I was Davis. Just going to say it was a Kabak yeah, and Davis thing. Same sort it? of thing. We were forced into it. We had injury problems that we didn't really foresee. Although perhaps many would argue that we should have foreseen them coming yeah. with some of the midfielders that we've got. Um, I think the, the wider point on this, John, is that. Liverpool are on the verge of potentially having a huge summer next summer. And by that, I mean you're looking at five or six players leaving the club, whether it be as free agents or moving on for whatever reason. You've got obviously Oxley Chamberlain, Naby Keita, Roberto Firmino, James Milner, all out of contract next summer as things stand. So that's four first team players, you'd have to say, in and around the squad. Now, if they all go, we already need one midfielder. We're already saying that. You've got to replace them four plus one or two others. So you're talking at a turnover of 10 players in one summer. That's quite a lot in terms of the first team. If you don't act in January, you could get a head start on that in January, couldn't you, is what I'm saying. If yeah. you don't do that, you're asking a lot of the summer, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, we, we, we have picked up good players in January in the past. And one of the, the beauties of buying them in January is they're ready for the next season. You bed them in with the yeah. club and, you you know, I mean... I think it'd be expect, expecting a lot for us to find a player like you said who's who's ready and premiership. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. You know, uh, ready as well. Telemans would be, obviously be, would be already, mm-hmm. but even then, coming to a new club, it's always a bit difficult. Mm. Um, and I think anyone who comes is going to have a lot of expectations on their shoulders from fans. Mm. They're going to expect them to to make a big difference. I suppose a lot of that is what do we want them for, isn't it? Because if, if, like you say, if you want a Telemans or a Ruben Neves or that kind of player, someone who's in the Premier League already proven, are you looking to sign them? For the long term, I'm like, we need to improve this squad over the next two years, or do we want that instant impact? Because John's right, just to say, so John's right, we got Louis Diaz and he was ready to rock and roll. We've seen that. And that was a little bit of a masterstroke. We were forced into it by Tottenham's interest. But what are we looking to sign this player for in January? Well, I don't think Klopp does short term, does he? I don't, I don't think he, I mean, I, I definitely don't think about him, Davis was down to Klopp. I think if we want an impact now, um, Straight away, I think we go for Telemans. Mm-hmm. I'd be tempted to give Brighton a knock, give them a ring, send Cedo over, someone like that. I think I think we I think we need to we need to act pretty quickly now. I think we should be making the phone calls now. Actually, I'm pretty sure they will be. To mm-hmm. be honest, yeah. yeah. But um, again, it's who who you can get in who will come at that time of year. You know, yeah. Um, it's um, it's going to be tricky, but then we've got people who are capable of doing it. That's you know they've always surprised me how well they've done. Mm. Unfortunately for me, I I I can just see another Kabak Davis January. I can't see us doing something, but I can see them being like short term loans type thing because I, I don't I think they'll be wanting to keep the money for next summer. That's just that's just my opinion. That's what I think. Yeah. But Unless, the problem as, is, as Dan says, we're going to buy them with a view to you know longer term. The, yeah. The, the big issue with that is though, is if you don't get the right player in, and then you don't get top four, then all that money that you've got in summer doesn't matter anyway because they're not going to get the players you want. And that's a huge risk, isn't it? Because top four, like we've already said in the earlier topic, is so important financially. And FSG know that more than anybody else. Their whole business model is ran on Liverpool being some level of successful that might not be winning the league all the time but it's Champions League football without a shadow of a doubt the problem of waiting until the summer is like like I touched upon is the fact that you are looking at huge turnover players like it's an unprecedented turnover players in my opinion in terms of first team play. Like you see loads of kids go out on loan and kids leave all the time that sort of stuff happens but if you're asking 
five, maybe six players to leave, and then you're looking to bring maybe seven or eight in. That's crazy, John. I mean, you know, we've, we've lauded Liverpool for their business in recent years, especially under Michael Edwards and Julian Ward's obviously the new man in the building now. Is there a world whereby Liverpool do 12 ins and outs in one summer? They've got, they've got no track record of buying lots of players, have they? They've, I think three is the most they've ever bought at once, and I don't, I don't see that changing. It just creates yeah. a transition season as well, and it's the exactly. last thing we need. The last thing Liverpool exactly. need. Exactly. Yeah, Quadbob makes a good point in the Discord. He says, have, A lot of the top signings over the past few years have been in January Suarez, um, Virgil, Luis Diaz, and that's absolutely spot on. And the Suarez one is sort of the outlier in that because we've already, the Virgil deal was pretty much sewn up, wasn't it? We knew about that the summer before, we just waited. Um, and Diaz, like I said earlier, our hand was forced really with the Tottenham stuff. So. Listen, Bellingham is sort of the, the conversation here. That, like I've already said, that doesn't happen in January. And Josh Hall says, as much as he'd love to get Jude, the amount being asked for him, we could get two or three players um, and Jude isn't going to solve our current issue. Ian, what do you think? I'm I don't want to upset people. I don't want to invite... I don't think we'll get Jude Bellingham now. I, think, I thought it was down to this summer or not for Liverpool. I think if it didn't happen this summer, then Jude Bellingham becomes far too expensive for us wages-wise. And the the longer you wait, the more expensive he gets. It's like you're putting 10 grand on his way on his fee every every month. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's absolutely insanely talented footballer. I mean, he'd, he'd be a perfect fit in so many ways, but unfortunately, I think you're right. And I think... The wider point in the Champions League comes into that. If we don't, if we do miss out on Champions, the Champions League, League yeah. you just don't get him. But also, you know, again, we come back to wages. He's not going to come to Liverpool for a 200 grand a week when he can get 350 grand at Real Madrid. Mm. You know, yeah. I mean, for all they want to play in good football teams rather than any old football team, I'm not saying Real Madrid or any old football team, but, you know, wages come into it, you know. You probably yeah. said Job. Yeah, I'd probably get his brother. Yeah, his brother <laughs> and watch, watch him develop. Yeah, no, it's a it's a really tricky one, um, and I think we're all in agreement that we do need to act in January, not only to sort of resurrect this season or what's remaining of it, but also longer term. Because, like I've already said, I just don't see, I don't envisage a summer whereby FSG and, and Liverpool are so unprepared, Ian, that we do have to sort of in and out twelve players. That just seems insane to me and I just I think it's too much work I think it's asking for another transition season like you rightly say it's, it's asking for trouble it's inviting more problems that if you have that turnover of plays we're going to have a worse season than what we're having now because there's far too many plays to bed in there's far mm. too many plays to figure out how we play there's far too many plays for Klopp to learn to, to find out what makes them tick there's so many things I, 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 do, I do think the Cavalios and the Joneses and the Harvey Elliotts are be embedded in now mm -hmm. you know they're going to be coming into the side next year and, and taking over I think yeah um, and that that will lessen the number of players you need immediately mm -hmm. you know because Liverpool have never gone and bought far more players than they want they've only ever bought enough to keep them going really yeah. um, and hopefully well I mean yeah they've got a track record of knowing what they're doing mm. I mean it, it can be a bit of a a hairy experience when we know that they're short of players in certain areas and you mm. just pray and people don't get injured um, and you can't come a cropper but they generally speaking know what they're doing Yeah. so we're all in agreement that we do need to do some yes. business in January that's absolutely unequivocal will Liverpool do business in January I think they will but I don't think it'll be as great as we all want it to be I think it'll be like maybe a loan and an inexpensive buy 
John? I think they will buy someone because I think they'll realise if we can get into the knockout stage of the Champions League that we've still got everything to play for this mm. season. You know, we've still got the FA Cup, we've still got the Champions League and you may, if you want to have a really good run at the Champions League again, you've got to have a bit more legs in midfield. And of course, the Champions League brings another route back into the Champions League for the year after, which could well be pivotal. Like, there's yeah. no getting away from that now. We've already spoke about the Premier League and our lack of form in that, if you like. So that top form is absolutely not nailed on. So, so signing someone of a level in January to add to the midfield could be crucial in terms of that as well, couldn't it? So... Yeah, I think we're hopeful. Ian's slightly less hopeful of, a, of an exciting <laughs> I mean, January. I hope I'm massively wrong and John's right, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm on, I fall on John's side just to have my say as well. I think Liverpool um, will need and will do some, some quite serious business in the January window. I just think that midfield department, there was clearly money there to spend on it in the summer with the Shua Many and the Comad Lima stuff going on and that hasn't really gone away um, in terms of Lima especially so I think we will do something relatively serious I don't think it'll be outrageous it's not going to be Bellingham let's draw a line under that <laughs> but I think we will it's not going to be Mbappe it's not going to be Mbappe no you can draw two lines under that one if you want <laughs> that is absolutely not on the cards but yeah here's hoping that Liverpool do do some quite serious business in January so anyway. Bellingham and Mbappe in, the, in January transfer Window. Well, a lot of people on Twitter would, would have that being a possibility, to be honest, John, so you never know. If you enjoyed this podcast, then we've got a whole load more for you right now. Head over to redmenplus.com. You can get extra Redmen podcasts. You've got Around the League. You've got the debate show, Jano Insight with Neil Jones, and Podcast Extra, all the stuff that we could never possibly broadcast on public spaces. Uh, it is there, available in your native podcasting app on the go as well. Head to redmenplus.com and sign up.